Welcome to Energy Stew. This is Peter Roth, your host. And I'd like to ask you, have you forgiven yourself for being so different? <laughs> well, especially if you're listening to the show, you have to be different. <laughs> I attract a different sort. And so, uh, and I'm proud of that. So, uh, so you, you know how unique you are. And it's not easy being unique in this world. People don't want that. <laughs> they want you to fit in the way they want you to fit in, not the way you want to fit in. So we're going to look at how we fit or don't fit. And to do that, we're, we're, we're going to look at our cards because you all know how dedicated I am to how to the amazing level of truth in the cards that we're born to and are living out. And, and to help do that it are the are, are two my two favorite uh, people and card experts as well. <laughs> and they, uh, they've both been on the show before and, uh, and they're married. And uh, so I'm so happy to welcome back Alexander Dunlop and Vicki uh, Scudieri. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I, I just, I'm as I said earlier before we started the show, I'm having a bad name day. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much, Peter. It's a pleasure, as always. Thanks, Peter. Sure. Um, and uh, I, I want to come back to what I said at the beginning is that uh, I think everybody struggles. Every What I learned when I was young that helped me get through life is knowing that everybody's insecure in one way or another. And even if they don't think so, they're likely even more insecure. <laughs> so, so we need to honor that in each person, not only ourselves, but each other, and understand what the making of it is. And a lot of it has to do with how different we are and how hard it is for everybody in relationships and in families and in society to feel the fit because you might be comparing yourself to other people who have different cards. And what does that mean? You know, and, and even one of the things is that even if they have the same birth card, they might not have the same personality card, which is, and different also not always different sometimes you can have both the same but even then it's different than other people who might have for instance if you're a two of clubs you'll have a personality card of a, of a different card than someone else's a two of clubs and and those color the way you use your card yes and so it's not really just knowing your card it's knowing your hand of cards really and especially those two um, more obvious cards so can you guys talk about that <laughs> well you're hitting the nail on the head peter and i would even go a step further and say that you can have identical birth card and personality card and still show up differently because we have free will we choose we choose how we want to express these patterns and I've seen examples where twins are born on the same day and they have the exact same cards to play, birth card and personality card. 
One of them is in jail and the other one is a holistic healer. It's different ways to play out the same pattern. And we have a lot of latitude within these patterns. Well, maybe it's also mirrors of this yes. card. And yes. so the card is being played, but in its opposite. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yes. The low side and the high side. There's the a lot of latitude and there's a low side and a high side and everything in between. Yeah. Right. Because every hand that we're given of, of the cards we're born to has many shadows in it. Yes. And so we can be more uh, apt to live uh, more dominantly with, with our shadows than with our gifts. Well, yes. Uh, yes, especially if we don't know any better or if we were raised in situations where we were never given affirmation or validation for our strengths, which is unfortunately a lot of us, um, you know, from legacy traditions of the way people were raised, it was a lot of putting people down and uh, you know, disciplinary action rather than the positive reinforcement and uplifting people. So in my experience, there's more awareness of our faults usually and our shadows. And even if we don't know what to do with them or if we're not really seeing them clearly, rather than there is awareness of our gifts and our talents. And maybe one of the ways that we're criticized has to do with the cards that we're playing versus the cards that, for instance, our parents are playing. Yes, 100%. absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah it's... <laughs> Like in some way, our parents want us to play, well, in some cases, want us to play their cards the way they play their cards. Yeah, you know, I, we have completely different cards, though, you know, so. <laughs> yeah, so I'm so glad that we're talking about this because it's really going to help people discover um, the underlying struggles that they're in based on looking at not only their own cards, but even their, you know, their parents, their siblings, their teachers. If, as long as they know the birth date, month and day, they can look it up. Yeah. Well, I know that when I first learned the cards, uh, what really got me very, very interested in it was when I started looking up everybody in my life because <laughs> it just shed so much light about relationship dynamics with my family, my parents, past relationships, friendships, you know, like I could really see things more clearly and understand them more clearly knowing the cards, the cards in play and how different maybe someone might be from me, you know, or the same, like I've discovered so many of my friends had the same birth card as me. I was like attracting all the five of diamonds in the world, <laughs> you know, to me, uh, you know, just attracted to that out of the box energy of the five of diamonds. Uh, so yeah, it's pretty fascinating. And, I, and and healing. Yes. Well, that's, I think the biggest point is the healing nature of knowing this. And, um, you know, we're coming up to the holidays and uh, we need to um, shine within ourselves more so that we can present ourselves in our own honesty of ourselves and be forgiving of everybody else for not being ourselves <laughs> they're themselves yeah well accepting everybody where they're at on their own journey yeah. on and we journey. know and we know that the card that falls on christmas day for those who celebrate christmas and get together with families how tricky that can be because yes and no there's a low side and a high side 
Yeah. Oh, the the high side. It's a heart. It's a heart day. Yeah. And everybody wants to align their hearts together, and when they're, and they're all happy when they're all together, feeling the joy of of the holiday together. That that so it's a because it, it's a six of hearts as as you know as you know, and and that's alignment, and that uh, people want to be in alignment, but it's also a critical card. Because it's a karma card. If we're not in alignment, we're all we're not going to go to nirvana. <laughs> so we better get in alignment. So who here is not? <laughs> and all of a sudden, the family struggles among themselves for those who aren't in alignment. Well, and everybody's trying to impose their idea of alignment on everyone else. <laughs> that makes it worse. <laughs> So, um, but the good news is that the, the opportunity of feeling in alignment with everybody is wonderful. And and yet, uh, it's a, it is a critical nature card. So... Um, Not necessarily, again, low and high. Yeah, right, but but the, the potential is there. <laughs> That's why it's so important for us to take responsibility for our own challenges, right? Knowing our own challenges, which are in the cards, our shadow, like you were saying, um, the Saturn card, which says life la lessons and challenges, like knowing that you can go into it knowing, ah, okay, this triggers me, or I might have a reaction to something, but knowing our own stuff, our own challenges and taking responsibility for that. And then by doing that, then you can bring the hearts into alignment when you take responsibility for your own Right. See, see, I was thinking of why my family has a su such a tough time with me, because I'm a four of clubs, which means I'm somewhat rigid and get stuck in what I think is right for me, for like what I can eat and what I can't eat, etc. Mm -hmm. and, um, and yet, uh, because of my jack of spades, I have very unusual ideas of what I need to be stuck in. <laughs> Interesting, yeah. Well, <laughs> the Six of Hearts is your soul challenge card. Oh, no, it's your soul gift card. Sorry. So right. the Six of Hearts is prominent in your life that you're describing. All right. That's why I need to talk about it so much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, you know, it's fascinating uh, when we can appreciate cards at this level. And you guys are are so good at, at teaching about this and explaining and helping people know their cards and their whole hand of cards that uh, people can get to this level of appreciation and, and, and also compassion. Well, that's right. And that's what I notice whenever I've done couples readings is that hearing about the spouse's or partner's cards to play automatically brings compassion. Like, oh, that's why they do that. That's why they do like that and this. And, and they can't help it. Can't help it. That's their cards to play. Yeah. And that's something that's very important for everyone to understand is that we can't change this. We are born to our cards. Uh, you know, you can't trade cards with somebody. <laughs> And I know a lot of people would like to. <laughs> it's just the, the nature of insecurity. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, one of the examples I've probably given on the show already is when I meet someone for the first time and they find out, let's say they're born to play a low number card, like a two or a three, and they're like, oh man, I wanted to be a king or I wanted to be a queen or something like this. Meanwhile, I tell them, you know, most of my clients are the kings and the queens because they have it rough. They've got a lot of weight on their shoulders and you don't necessarily they want feel that. that responsibility. Yeah. Yeah. Those, those royal cards are a slippery slope. <laughs> <laughs> they, they feel that mantle of heaviness. And anytime I've had a king as a client and I say, you know, the crown weighs heavy and they're like, oh, oh boy, tell me about it. You know, they don't want to be a leader. They don't want that responsibility. Mm. Well, because the leader is often under attack. Yeah. Yeah. It has responsibility. Like, you're the leader and then yes you're open you're vulnerable to attack right or people want the leadership role themselves there's jealousy Mm -hmm. king of the hill knocking the other one down oh my yeah there's a lot of that so anyway just to your point about people not appreciating their own cards but when and this was true for me too born to play the nine of hearts i had that first reaction also i was like oh i want to be the king of hearts Now I'm so grateful that I'm playing the nine of hearts and that self-acceptance is part of the whole process and the gift of having this knowledge that we actually start accepting ourselves and we forgive ourselves for why we're not the way we quote unquote think we should be. And that's when life really gets more magical, easier, graceful. I think what you said just really hit me in a deep way because uh, I've been challenged many times in my life because of, of that, you know, fixed card. You know, the four of clubs has such uh, a fixed nature to it. And yet it, it's my survival because I, I live in the, the comfort of what I believe. Hmm. You know, I and, and yet it gets challenged all the time by people who don't want to, you know, agree or, you know, or don't want me to 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 be right. And, you know, and yet I, I've, I've fallen back onto myself many times um, just in question of why am I being so tormented by people who, who want to make me wrong when I believe in myself. But, but the belief in myself wasn't an arrogant belief. It wasn't ego. If anything, my ego is really struggling to deal with challenges. But I had faith that I'll just be me and and just you know take the next step forward. Because I've had many, many challenges from people. Uh, I think that's because of the jack of spades, and which is the jack in the box, and it scares people. <laughs> yes, it does. But also the other thing that's coming to me that I want to say that maybe you know intuitively that I'm only recently becoming more aware of is that if we are in integrity and vibrating a clear, resonant, harmonic tune like a singing bowl or a a Tibetan prayer bowl, the energy vibration that we give off challenges people just by virtue of the fact that it's a pure, resonant vibration and if they're out of alignment in any way or out of integration, it jolts them. Oh, yeah. It scares them. Well, we're all reading each other's cards, even without knowing them, because there are vibes. Right. And people are uh, coming from their own vibes. Yeah. 
looking at other vibes and knowing when something doesn't feel correct. Yeah. So that's why it's more important to know your vibes. You know, the cards are the window to them. And yeah. the more we can look at this window, the more we can um, be conscious of what our subconscious knows. Mm -hmm. I like that. Know our vibes. Yeah, well, that's what you, we're doing. <laughs> know your vibes. Yeah. It's, yeah. You don't have to really like talk to somebody and people could just like have a reaction to someone else based on the energy. Well, oh, that person, I don't know about them. And most likely they're, uh, you know, playing an energy or a card like a sh they could easily be like the shadow card or the Saturn card for someone, a challenging, you know, energy pattern. And it just you feel it right away. You know, that right, but it's even deeper than that. The cards are a, a very obvious window, but there are so many other there's astrology, there's human design, there's so many other kinds of windows that we read, uh, that the vibes project. Mm -hmm. And and uh, so there's a, a huge sophistication through these vibes that. Uh, you can get deeper and deeper into and the cards can go deeper and deeper but it's it's a simpler method just to know your birth card and your personality card to get a, a handle mm -hmm. your handle then you got to open the door <laughs> yeah yep. so it's it's fascinating to talk with you guys um and I love it only because it helps my four of clubs feel secure to talk to you. Because <laughs> you, you, you know, because we're in agreement about the, the value of cards. And, and, I, and I, I hope our audience um, really appreciates that this is, these are handles for them to use in life that can really benefit them, their future. Well, I like the idea of opening doorways and that's one of the things that I'm often saying and we may not even know that the doorways are there. That's the point as the doorways right in front of us, but we can't see it. We don't even know it's there, let alone how to walk through it. And that could be for anything for a relationship, career, abundance, personal satisfaction, all the things that everybody says that they want but they're going in the wrong direction or they're banging against a wall, so to speak. And there's a door over there, but it's invisible until you have the eyes to see it. That's why the world is so messed up because <laughs> people aren't uh, opening doors. They're, they're closed. Oh. They're, you know, they're yeah. shut down and, and they're bumping around, bumping into each other and starting all kinds of conflict. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Meanwhile, there's doors that are available. If only we have the eyes to see them. Right. And just opening a door, you know, opens up compassion, as we talked about earlier. And then we can all love each other better. Because we understand why we have the natures that we have. Yes. It's the Even, What's that? It's bringing the awareness. It's just awareness and then making choices based on your awareness. And, it's, and also, if you know the shadows that can exist in the cards, you can forgive people when, you know, when they're playing their cards in a way that 
we might know the card in uh, the gifts, but we don't know the shadows. We don't know how to forgive them. Right. So it's it goes on and on. Um, well, one of the things that I, I think happens in relationships is a term that I've coined, or maybe other people have already said it as well, is that we shadow box in relationships because we're boxing together <laughs> shadows. Like yeah. I see Vicky's shadow, she sees my shadow, but we don't have a tool like the cards and it could be other tools, but we don't have a tool that helps us recognize our own shadows. So we think the other person is making it up or exaggerating or out to get us, uh, don't have our best interests in mind. They're pointing to and talking about something that we are unaware of for ourselves and we're doing the same thing to them. So we're going in circles shadow boxing each other and i think a lot of couples get lost in that and, and that's what breaks up their relationship yeah the energies like dovetail off of each other you know like we it's been phenomenal to know alexander's shadow and saturn cards you know just to know the challenges and what uh and then to know mine and how they play with play off of each other they like activate each other yeah. in some ways yeah. you know um yeah, like for example, can I, I'm going to share an example of us. Uh, my shadow card is the four of hearts. So the same, the four, the structure, holding the space. But uh, I have a, a, a great ability to hold space and to listen to others. But then also on the low side, I can really push my feelings down and not express my feelings at all. I'll just be like, oh, everything's fine. I'm good. I feel yeah, good. I, yeah, you know, yeah. I, did I did that a lot of my life, you know. The four wants to lock them. Yes, like lock them in. Yeah. And Alexander's shadow is the king of clubs. And then the high side, he is an authority of knowledge and he knows a lot. And he's a phenomenal teacher. And in the low side, it can be very uh, demanding or um, uh, like a club hitting over the head, you know, like I just the, too. aggressive energy, you know. So when I don't, he, he's very tuned in. And if I'm not expressing my feelings and he's like, and I'm like, no, I'm fine. And he's like, no, what are you feeling? And I'm like, I'm fine. No, what are you feeling? You know, and then suddenly <laughs> the king of clubs comes out. And so the king of clubs is coming out with the, with the club. And then the four of hearts is like going deeper into the box, you know, and that's how they play off of each other until it's finally like, I can call myself out like crap. I am really feeling angry. I can admit it. I'm going to express my feelings. And then, you know, then as a result of my well, that, of the, saying that, then those are the good, those are the good times. Um, <laughs> That's those, nice. are the good, those are the good solutions. <laughs> the, the bad solution is just the anger erupts. If I, right. if I so, yeah. So the, if the anger comes with a good explanation, then that helps. Yeah. Those are the good solutions. Oh, I see. I see. You're but but the, the, the bad <laughs> solution. Yeah. The bad solution is all the emotion just comes flooding out. Right. Without an explanation. Right. <laughs> I come out of the box finally. It's not a very nice way. Right, but this um, is so helpful. But well, we've learned that. Everybody. You know, I've learned that. And so now I can really like, can I? I got to call myself out on that. What am I really feeling? Can I name it? And then I just express my feelings to Alexander instead of it being like, you know, because one of once one of the, you know, shadow pieces is disabled. If I start to disable that four parts, like going in more and more and more, it helps him disable his as well. Like it helps, you know, like yeah, sure. uh, they feed, they feed disengage that dovetail. 
Yeah. Well, and, and part of the dovetail is that my king of club shadow gets infuriated to be told that he doesn't know what he knows because Vicky will be like, no, I'm not feeling anything. And then the king oh. gets infuriated because the king doesn't want to be told that he doesn't know what he knows. <laughs> wow. The shadow world is, is so fascinating. And, but I think it's so helpful to the audience to hear uh, how this unfolds in life so they can, you know, look at themselves and each other in ways that they can um, find answers and, you know, by knowing their cards. And so let's talk about how they can find their cards so they can do all this. Yeah, we have a fantastic new website. Thesourcecards.com is our website. And on the main page, you can look up, look up your cards to play. You can just plug in your birthday and um, it'll show you your birth card and your personality card. And then when you click on those cards, you'll get like some really good information on each of those cards. Yeah, that's wonderful. Yeah. And yeah, that's a great start. And and then they can follow up by getting in touch with you guys. And, and they can also, uh, and they can reach you through the website, right? Yes. Yeah. And then and, they can the book. The book is available on the website also. Yeah, play your cards right. Book is wonderful. I I'm always opening it, <laughs> and, um, and this is great. I mean, you guys are are um, so helpful to um, to want to be such a resource, mm -hmm. and, uh, and people need that. And so, and especially going into the holidays, <laughs> so and the new year too, and and if people have you know new year resolutions it might be to play the cards better sure mm -hmm. sure yeah yeah and um alexander you and i always do a show at the beginning of the year talking about the the numbers for the year and we make projections etc so we'll have a show coming up um so i want to thank you guys for um being wonderful again <laughs> thank you, Peter. It's yeah, it's so great. Um, and I'm I'm so happy to be in this wor card world with you and and enjoy it so much of self-discovery and discovering others. So thank you so much for being here today. Thank you. Our so pleasure, much. Peter. Thank you so much. And this is Peter Roth, your host of Energy Stew at PRN.live. I can be reached at Peter at HeartRiver, H-E-A-R-T River.org. I'd love to hear from you and thanks so much for listening.